Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Midlife Mojo Podcast. How have we got to episode 10 already? It's me here on my own this week. It's Joe Squires, the Midlife Clarity Coach, here in a very chilly and icy West Kirby on the Wirral near the sea. It's not as cold and icy as I was last Wednesday, however. I did my first ever Wim Hof cold water dip, and my God, was that cold. As you can probably tell, by the sniffle. So I'm going to apologize right now because at some point I am going to need to have a sniff. I won't blow my hooter, but you know, I'll have a good sniff. We were in the most gorgeous location in the middle of Cheshire um, at a place called Pickmere Lake. And I was with an awesome bunch of ladies. This group of ladies, I've met two of them before, um, don't know them particularly well. And it is amazing how you can put yourself into these situations. And if you are surrounded by the right people, you can simply just open up and be yourself. There was a whole heck of a lot of emotion in that room. There was an awful lot of pent up fear, anxiety, all sorts that really needed to be let go of. And we were also way, way out of our comfort zones. I cannot tell you. I was shaking like a bloody leaf. I was cacking it. Um, that is, if the leaves weren't frozen, they would have been shaking. I would have been looking like them, but it was absolutely freezing that day. Bear in mind, there was frost on the fence posts looking out across the fields, and we had to break the ice on one particular puddle to get across to the lake. That's how flipping cold it was. We were all overwhelmed, I guess, at the thought and the prospect of what was coming. And even Jojo, the fairy godmother, the sass queen, she's done these cold water dips before. And in fact, she's even hosted a few of them before. So she kind of knew what was coming and was really, really excited. And we're all sitting there thinking, how can you be excited about this? We're going to strip down to our swimming costumes in the middle of the countryside and step into some ice cold water. How can you be bloody excited about it? But it was amazing. It really was. I can't even. It it took me three days, I think, before I could speak properly, not because of the cold, but I just couldn't put into words how I felt. It's done some incredible things to my body, which I'll not go into detail about now, but I will on another podcast. The mind and body connection is just so intense. It is incredible. But we gathered together, like I say, we opened up about some of the challenges we're going through, some of the issues that we'd got. And then we were guided through the Wim Hof breathing technique by Angela, who is our Wim Hof instructor, Angela the Ice Warrior. If you get a chance to follow her on social media, she does the most amazing things going hunting for waterfalls in Wales and stepping into her ice bath in her garden. She had to use the chopping board the other day to break the ice before she could get into it. And that is intense. I know there's probably some people out there who already do the cold water experiences. And I totally get now why you would want to do it. It's something I will be doing. I will continue doing. I haven't yet been able to face a cold water shower, though, funnily enough. Um, But it really was incredible. But how does it connect to what I want to talk to you about today? Well, we seem to be surrounded by this overwhelm, this emotional overwhelm and anxiety with 
Christmas and New Year obviously heightening it. There is so much out there and, and it just feels like there's so much pent up energy as well. Now, I realise for some of you, it could be your first holiday, you know, the first Christmas without loved ones. The first of everything after a loss or a bereavement or a breakdown of a relationship, the first of everything after those experiences is always the hardest, as with any change in circumstance. It could be your first experience of Christmas with a new family or in a new place. So I just want you to know whatever you are feeling right now, you are absolutely allowed to feel those emotions. They are valid emotions. They're there for a reason. They help you to be they help you to become more self-aware. So if you're feeling anxious or overwhelmed right now, that is normal, especially thinking of what we've been through over the last few years. Remember, despite how you feel now, though, you have got this far. So your history of making it through difficult times is pretty bloody good. You're more powerful. You're more worthy of success and happiness than you probably realize. We've lived the last 24 months plus now in what we call our sympathetic nervous system. That's the one that gives us the fight or flight response in any sort of danger situation. We've constantly been on the go looking for alternatives just to survive, just to keep going. And now we're looking for our version of normal we're still pretty much living in that sympathetic nervous system. We're just constantly trying, constantly fighting to survive. But how can we bring out the level and the balance? How can we change our body's response to process and work through the overwhelm and anxiety? There's many people out there who are fearing traveling, fearing mixing with larger communities again and being put in new situations, and especially over the next few weeks. You know, last Christmas, there was still an element of um, safety out there, wasn't there? We were still wearing masks. This year, they're going by the by a bit more. And hence the reason that so many people have colds and bad throats and chest infections. They've taken the barriers down in many ways. And for many people, that is really difficult. And it's really quite anxious feeling to be having to face that again. So how can we restore our parasympathetic nervous system, the one that calms us down, the one that allows us to, what did I read this morning, rest and digest, keeps us balanced, keeps us calm. I want to give you a few hints and tips now just to help ease you through the next few weeks to avoid the festive frazzle and um, to help you if you are feeling that December burnout. So think about your to-do lists, everything that you have on that list to do. It's, it's normal. It's typical. Historically, it's always been the case that the ladies amongst us have been the ones who have done everything for everyone. And try to take even more on. So look at your to-do list. Are you putting pressure on yourself by doing all the nice to-dos, the nice to-haves, the added extras? Do you have to do everything that is on that list? Once you've looked at the items, the jobs, whatever you call them, on your list, can you call anyone in to help? Can you delegate? Think of the Christmas lunch. If it's your turn to do Christmas dinner this year, A, we're 
concerned about the cost. We're concerned about the energy usage. But the cost of living itself, the cost of the food, the time taken to do it. I know I may make light of it and say at the end of the day, it's a Sunday roast. But it's got so many faffy trimmings and decorations and extra pressure put onto it. Can you, if you are as a family all coming together, each bring some different elements of the food? As long as you know what you're doing, communicate beforehand, cut your individual to-do lists down and come together as a group. Think of the time scales. It's so easy. It's so tempting to do the quickest, easiest jobs first, isn't it? And this is the same in, in everyday life. It's not just Christmas. But we tend to overcomplicate things at Christmas. We overthink. We tend to lose our way a bit with Christmas because of all the faff that goes on around it. So don't fall for that, getting the easiest, quickest jobs done first. Because you could well be left with the jobs that take longer to do, that are more complicated, but might be the more urgent ones. So then you put the panic on yourself. So really think about it. You know, I used to work in events and hospitality and the lovely Carol. Carol, if you do listen to this, God bless you, because we used to go through these working timetables for every event. And at first, when I started working with Carol, it was like, do we really have to go through it? But everything was pinpointed to the exact minute. And God, did it make life easy. So have yourself a working timetable. Don't be ashamed of it. Don't be embarrassed by it. It's a bloody useful tool to use. And we just hit that save as button, you know, Excel spreadsheet, Word document, save as. Write your lists down, get your lists on there. And then you've got them for next time as well. But delegate as much as you possibly can. Stop doing everything for everyone else. That's the third thing. It's time you took a break, even just a few hours off. Do something for you because you can't keep your energy and vibration high all the time. We are quick enough, are we not, to charge our phones, our tablets, our laptops, if we see the battery signs starting to go down. If we see that battery level, we start to panic if it starts going down. And yet we ignore it when we feel it or hear it in ourselves. We ignore the signs that we're starting to get tetchy and we're losing patience with people. Got a bit of a cold coming. We ignore it. But why? We are our most important asset and our most important investment. We are allowed to take time out, even if it's just to sit down with your favourite hot drink and a snack. Sit and people watch somewhere. Go out for a walk. Nature is something I will always, always advocate, even more so at this time of year, because it's beautiful. It's crisp. Yes, it's cold. But even scraping the um, snow and cleaning the car yesterday, clearing the car, not cleaning it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done that since I've been here, in fact. Um Clearing the car of the snow and the ice. You just come back in feeling so much fresher and it's so nice to come back into the warmth. We are blessed if we are able to come back into the warmth. So take that time out. It allows you to think clearer and it gives you that moment of time to escape. And of course, if you're walking, it will get your steps up, which is brilliant. But do be careful on the ice. Have no broken bones on my account, please. Let me just take a sip of tea. 
because I'm talking a lot today. This is what happens when I'm here by myself. Mind you, if I was here by myself and I wasn't recording, I'd still be talking to myself. So it's no different, really. <laughs> Number four is perspective. Keep that parasympathetic nervous system close by. Stay calm and keep your life balanced. I read a, a great analogy this morning related to a smart meter of all things. How many, put your hands up now, how many people out there, when they first had a smart meter, did you sit and turn the kettle on and watch the meter? Did you turn the microwave on? Did you put the bread in the toaster and watch the, uh, the meter readings go up? Well, this particular lady who was, was writing about that, she said she did exactly the same. She had a smart meter fitted. The engineer was still there. And she plugged the kettle in, went to boil the kettle and went into hyper panic mode about how much energy she was using until the engineer reminded her that what you see on the meter is the energy that you would use boiling the kettle for an hour, which, of course, we don't do. So put it in perspective. Keep yourself calm. It's what, two, maybe three minutes every time you boil the kettle. Obviously, more if you do what many of us do and um, boil the kettle, go off and do something else in the meantime, thinking we're being efficient, and then come back and have to boil the damn thing again. So the moral of the story is keep it in perspective, do one thing at a time and do it properly. There is no such thing as multitasking. No such thing as multitasking. Do not even try it. Do one job at a time, focus on it, keep it in perspective, do it properly and get it done. Number five is say no. This comes really difficultly, difficultly, is that a word? It's very difficult <laughs> for some of us to do this. But have the courage to turn things down. Have the courage to say no. Reduce the number of presents that you're buying, the, the number of cards that you're sending. Email people. You'll actually have more of a connection. I heard this on Jeremy Vine today, actually, and I thought I'm going to include that. Emailing instead of sending Christmas cards. One, it cuts your costs down. Two, it's so much more personal because all you tend to do in a Christmas card is write who it's to. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Hope all's okay. You don't get a response, do you? You're just sending it out there. And I mean, this year in particular, you're just hoping it's going to get there for Christmas. An email, you know when it's been delivered. And chances are, if they want to connect with you and keep connected, you will get a response back pretty quickly. So much more personal, so much more effective. Cut down on the number of presents you are buying this year. Instead of giving presents, give the gift of being present. Now, that's a good one, isn't it? Be true to you. You are your biggest priority. And if you're going to struggle financially, if you're going to struggle time-wise, if you're going to struggle to get out there and get the shopping done, we don't give to receive. But this is important to think about. Even if it's just for one year, financially, everybody is feeling the impact. Even if it's just for one year, Get the most important presents, which are the kiddies' presents at the end of the day, or for one or two of your loved ones. Agree that between you all. Stick to it. And like I say, even if it is only for this year, just do that. 
Be true to you. You are your biggest priority. I will say that over and over again. So although you don't need it, if you want it, here is your permission to say no. Just cut down on as much as you possibly can. And this next one kind of links into that because it's all about creating your Christmas and building your festivities and, and your Christmas New Year period based on other people's expectations. What you see on social media, what you see in magazines, you'll be like that proverbial pressure cooker if you're not careful, just waiting to blow. And unless you're Stacey Solomon or Mrs. Hinch, who've got perfectly decorated homes and have the time and the creativity in them to to build these beautiful scenes and, you know, decorate the homes absolutely beautifully. Unless you are those people, do not put that pressure on yourself. Just do what feels right for you, feels normal for you. It's always nice to have loads of twinkly lights up outside and twinkly lights here, there and absolutely everywhere. But if you don't need them, don't do it. Just give yourself a break. And the final thing is self-care. Now, I think we've got beyond the point that it's self-care Saturday or self-care Sunday. Self-care is needed every single day for everybody. Everybody needs some time. Everybody needs some form of escape, some form of release. I will always, always talk about the benefits of self-care, whether it's just going for that walk outside, whether it's a pedicure, a manicure, facial, massage. For you guys, it's a visit to the Turkish barbers. I can only imagine that. Um, Or a silent counselling session with me, of course, because any of those things help you release the stress, the anxiety, the negative emotions and negative energy that's been building up or that might have been stuck inside your body for far, far too long. Don't let Christmas be the conduit or the catalyst for an emotional or a mental, physical meltdown or breakdown. We don't want that to happen. Decide on your form of self-care. Stick to that decision and go ahead and do it. (coughs) excuse me during midlife in particular your skin your hair your nails and your nerves all take a real battering add Christmas to that pot and you've got all sorts that need restoring you need a break so do something that makes you happy and you know at the end of the day we all want a merry Christmas but just don't make it too merry Alcohol and perimenopause and the menopausal symptoms, they do not match. They are not the best combination if you are overly exerting in any of the alcohol stuff. I don't drink anymore, so I'm not practicing what I preach necessarily. I just don't drink anymore. I tried to go to bed last night to try and and get rid of this cold a little bit. Um, with a hot toddy <laughs> and I had the worst night ever which, I mean I could quite easily put away a bottle of Jack Daniels at one point in a night um, and I think I had what was probably like three thimbles full of Jack Daniels last night in my hot milk and it was awful I had the most ridiculous night's sleep ever so 
don't do anything in excess. Doing everything in moderation, it'll avoid the emotional outbursts that we know too much alcohol can cause. Nobody wants family falls out. Falls out? <laughs> Where did that come from? Nobody wants family fallouts even. And alcohol at the end of the day is a sedative. It's a depressant. I'm really the flipping uh, bearer of good tidings. <laughs> But it will impact your sleep patterns. So whilst one or two drinks might ease you off to sleep and calm your nerves a bit, what happens is your body starts to demand more. And as your body starts to demand more, you feel you need more, you give it more. And before you know it, you've got awful night's sleep. You've got awful hangover. You've got awful hydra- dehydration, not hydration, dehydration. Um And it just ruins Christmas, doesn't it? How many hours do you waste hungover? You don't want to be doing that. But the emotional um, stress, everything that you're going through right now, you want to ease that, not make it more compounded. So take the pressure off yourselves in as many ways as you can. So what if you've forgotten the mushy peas or the white sauce? Did anyone else used to have sugared mushy peas, by the way? I've had this conversation in... um, a number of different forums. And my auntie used to make the most wicked, wicked, sweet, mushy peas for our Christmas dinner. Absolutely gorgeous. And what about your Christmas pudding? Who needs custard, brandy sauce, brandy butter, rum sauce, ice cream, double cream, that squirty cream? Who needs all that? By the time you get to your Christmas pud, most people are full anyway, aren't they? So seriously, from a cost, from a time from an emotional pressure, just take that off, break it down, be sensible and just enjoy yourselves. I'm going to be back after the new year now. So please have an amazing time. Thank you to the Midlife Mojo guests so far. And for all of you listeners who have supported us in this first season, if you've missed any episodes, this is episode 10, you've missed a few, um, (laughs) please do catch up. Overcoming adversity is something that I wanted to cover. And I've wanted to bring guests into the podcast who have shared their stories of overcoming adversity. And I've really been quite um, inspirational in many ways. It's been a great topic to cover for me with some super, super inspirational stories, like I say, mindset and motivation. And that is what has got all of these people through. As for the uh, Wim Hof experience, I really would recommend it. Do not go jumping into cold water. Do not do the ice cold sea swims on Christmas Day and New Year's Day. Please don't do it without proper guidance. You know, the news recently has not been pleasant. So please do it sensibly. Everything that you do, do in moderation, do it sensibly do it with professional preparation and guidance. It's something that I will definitely be doing again. And if you're interested in sort of going through that exhilarating, empowering, just, it's just super amazing. That's all I can really say about it. But if you're interested in finding out more about that or how I help my clients work through their fears, their anxieties, grief, trauma, daily challenges of any kind really and and lead them through the rapid energy release that I that I work with in silent counseling please get in touch um 
you know, I absolutely love what I do and I just want to get it out to the world even more so that other people can share the experience and it helps you heal. It helps you on a day-to-day basis. So have the most wonderful Christmas, a very happy new year. Next year is the launch of my new group coaching program, which I am so excited about. And also a VIP one-to-one coaching program as well, which I will tell you more about in the new year. But for now, be kind to each other. Most of all, be kind to yourselves. And remember, midlife should be fun, not a crisis. So until 2023, all the very best, everybody. Thank you for your support. And I will be back very soon. Take care, my lovelies. Bye-bye.